hi guys it's your host emeka and i'm here again with episode 7 as promised and in this episode we interviewed the image stylist and creative director of style territory she's an awesome lady her name is steny oluo and like she's a love of god everything about her just speaks awesome her ideas the way she talks like it was just wonderful the interview was wonderful i don't know what to say like i've been looking for a stylist and i got like the best (laughs) you guys have to listen be blessed and guys before i forget before i forget please leave a comment just a comment like a comment will not hurt anybody i beg just a comment a like or a dislike if you see the button but just leave a comment i would love to know what you think about our podcast how we can make it better maybe questions you want to hear answered and i'm telling you the next episode is going to be wonderful ah just listen to this one and be blessed thank you um can you tell us a little about yourself and your brand yeah okay my name is i'm a fashion stylist i'm a brand strategist i'm a creative director and i'm a creative writer as well the name of my brand is style territory that's the name of my styling brand um and then i have another brand i'm presently working on and it's called the rat culture you you said you're a writer also well yes i'm a creative writer as well um how yes. how did you um become a stylist like the journey how how did you start okay i'm just gonna say um fashion has always been my thing like i've always loved fashion and um i started professionally as a fashion editor in 2013. that's when i loved fashion before then but i didn't really know like i didn't really have a direction so to speak i didn't really know i didn't really have a title i was just doing whatever i could in the fashion i was not even in the fashion industry i just i literally was just doing anything i could um but in 2013 was when i started like officially and i had like a night to five that involved me um being a um, fashion stylist a fashion writer um yeah I was a fashion editor for a fashion magazine. And um, that was your 9 to 5? Yeah, that was a 9 to 5. Um, okay, so let me just give you the whole story. That was a 9 to 5. But I later resigned. Um, I do TV as well. I'm into TV production as well. Yeah. So after that, I resigned and um, I started like my TV production. And that lasted for about a year. And after that, I finally resigned to start my own company, my own fashion company, which is the Style um, Territory. Yes, and it's been really good so far. Of course, loads of challenges, but there's nothing God's grace cannot pull you out from. So when did you start Style Territory? Yeah, I started Style... I've always had a page called like i've always had even when i didn't have a direction my instagram page has always been style territory yeah i had that name those like i had that name maybe i think 2011 
I had that name, but I did. I, I just had. I was in the cab one day, and um, I wanted to open like, um, all you know, these blogs on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the name Stout Territory just came to mind. So I just opened that page, and people knew me as Stout Territory, but I was just Stout Territory. I was not like a stylist, but I started the styling business officially in 2016. That's like two years ago. So first, I just want to say something. Like, so your your strategy was like um, brand brand awareness first. It was something like that. No, I wouldn't really say that because um. And every time I do an interview, I always let people know like how big God has been in my journey because okay. I really nothing. The only deliberate thing I've always done is is that I knew that I wanted to identify it with excellence. Like no matter what I'm doing, it, it, like it has to be excellent. Yeah. I, I didn't open style territory because I thought I was gonna be a stylist. I didn't even know I was gonna be a stylist. I was just really good at fashion. It's something I've always loved, like right, like right from when I was younger, you know. So um, I didn't even know the word stylist existed, to be honest. <laughs> so I, I got my first job as as a, a fashion stylist. And I learned a lot on that job. So when I was opening that style territory thing, I wasn't opening it as a preparation for being a stylist. I was just opening it because I loved fashion and I always knew that I was going to work in fashion, but I didn't know as what, I didn't know what I was going to do in fashion. I just knew I was not going to use my certificate like from school to work. I just knew whatever happens, I'm just going to be in this fashion industry, but I literally didn't know as what, you oh, know. Okay. So when I was opening the page, I believe, or, or when I was saying I was style territory, I believe God was leading me because yeah. I really didn't have now in mind. I, I didn't even there was even no connection between now and then because I didn't I didn't know the people. I didn't have a connection. I I didn't you know I was nowhere near here. So okay. God literally brought me here okay i want to talk about connections right yeah because when you're you're, you're saying mm-hmm. connections and you're saying grace and everything like mm-hmm. young stylists mm-hmm. are going to be listening and they're going to be like oh my god so they, there is no actual like is there no template like how did you get connections early in your career like how did you meet these people uh, <laughs> okay i'm, I'm still going to boil down to the center point which is God and I tell people to date like every time I tell people they think I'm lying and I don't want to show them the way and I'm just holding the way to myself but for real I'm literally the only thing see there's something grace does and there's something favor does it it removes struggle from your life like if you have to struggle for everything then grace is not like involved yeah, that's you get true. me. Yeah. So um, the only thing I make sure that I've been doing is whenever God brings me something like an opportunity. Of course, it didn't start like to God's glory. I've been featured in my work has been featured in books twice. Yeah, yeah. I've worked with some of the biggest names in the industry, and not even once 
like in my life have I gone to somebody to say oh yeah I'm a stylist I think you should use me I've never ever done that are you serious okay. I've never done that Whoa. like the people I've worked with they have come to me as a result of maybe referral or someone saw me on Instagram or something you know and I, I, I did not take that for granted because I literally believe with everything in me that that is God you know, and I tell people every time, like, the Holy Ghost is my publicist. Wow. So, and the only thing, I think the only job I have and the only responsibility that I have is that when God brings people to me, I make sure that I give my 100%, like, I over, you know how they call overdo. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just make sure that it's magic, you know. And I, I stay in my lane. I stay where God has put me. Mm. And I feel like when you stay where God has put you, then everything he intends for you to get, like, will meet you, you know, where he has put you, you know? Yeah. So that's just what I feel. I just feel like I'm, I'm just... I'm just chilling, you know, where yeah. God has put me. But not, when I say chilling, I'm freaking hardworking. I research a lot. I hardly sleep. I make sure that I'm um, investing in myself. I make mm. sure that I'm bettering myself mm. so that I can even make God proud, you know, when he brings people to me, you know. I make sure that I'm the best that I can be. I, I prepare in advance for God's blessings. And I make sure that I'm ready for whatever he's bringing my way, you know. So yeah. to get your background, like the school you went to, whether it's a um, okay. Um, <laughs> where do I even start from? Uh-huh. I schooled in Nigeria. All my schools were in Nigeria, but my like I my parents stay in like different countries, okay. so I literally have to shuttle between those countries nigeria okay. and london yeah okay yeah oh, that, that but is i a... went i i i schooled at bowen bowen university Ooh. <laughs> i remember i asked you i remember i asked you whether you schooled at covenant <laughs> university because, <laughs> no. because the way the way you are actually like i'm actually impressed actually because Anyway, the way I'm actually was. <laughs> <laughs> I know why. Why I said you actually you have you actually give God high esteem, and no, that has nothing to do no, with my school. I know, <laughs> I know, I know. Your understanding, your understanding of of the spiritual is actually is actually sound. So that that's why I asked. Thank you. But my my spiritualism comes from my church. Like I attend Christ Embassy, yeah, and I've been I've been in Christ Embassy for like more than eighteen years. Okay. Like throughout my formative years, yeah. I, like yeah. So I think my church, and that's another thing I'm grateful for. My church, like invested so much in me, like you know. Yeah. So yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. Um, I want to ask, I want to ask you a question also, because I know, I know, I know that this question will actually, you will actually answer it. Your difficulties, <laughs> what what difficulties have you faced in the industry? I think I'm ahead 
and in the like in the most humble way possible, mm. I'll say that I think I'm ahead of the curve. And so is like like I don't know, I be I don't even know the English. <laughs> so many so many other stylists as well. Mm. I believe in global excellence. I believe in art. Like art is the biggest motive. If you've seen my job, you know that yeah. art is a really big influence on my job. And an ordinary mind can never appreciate my work or even understand it. And in Nigeria, a lot of people love to play space. A lot of people, and a lot of people condemn what they don't understand. They don't even own up to, oh, we don't get it, but okay. Once they don't get it, they condemn it, you know. Mm. That's how people are in Nigeria. I, I, I don't really care. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't really mind because I know what I'm doing. I know where I'm going. And the, my target audience, they get it as well. Um, I just feel like when it comes to art and when it comes to fashion, like the real sense of style, the majority of people here, like in this country, they haven't caught up with it yet. So that criticism is still strong, you know. Mm. I know you want to style someone and they don't get it. They're like backlashing and and stuff. I don't really care. But some of the people I style, like it gets to them, Mm. you know. But I feel like, um, and the mediocrity is, is only high, like, on an all-time high that people celebrate something that is random you know people love random things people love like a lot of people don't reach higher than than their box a lot of people don't think outside the box or a lot of people don't even think like there's no box you know Mm. so um so the the few people thinking outside the box or the, the few people trying to push at the envelope, um, they get a lot of sounding up. Like a lot of people say, ah, Akilele, well, why don't you look like we buy it? <laughs> I don't know if you are here, but I'm just looking at yeah. But yeah, <laughs> like what I just said is, like, what are you wearing? Why do you look like a crazy person? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I just think that's it. I think um, when you think outside of the box, people try to suffocate you, people try to bring you to their level but like i said before like god is the ultimate and when god is the one holding your hand and and taking you through doors there's nothing anybody can say or do that can stop you james what i mean like i've worked with like some really incredible people in the industry and even me i see that and i'm like god how did how did this happen you know so what you're actually saying is that you've not made a mistake or your your work is is ahead of what people of the critic people actually oh yeah i'm i'm in my head, I'm guessing your question okay. is too me, hard. You said me. what you're saying is that okay. you've not made a mistake. And yes. two, you said that, do I feel like what my work is ahead, ahead of the critics? Le- yeah, like, yeah. Okay. The first thing I'm going to say is is that in before I understood myself, like before this point, 
Mm. I always did feel like on my days, maybe I shouldn't have done that that way. Okay. But now that I finally understand myself, I feel like in art, there are no wrongs. Okay. Or, or, uh, I mean. Yeah, yeah, I do. Like I do. In, in, in art, there's nothing like, even the mistake is the beauty. Actually, I don't know if you get actually, it. Like, actually, when I'm, when, yeah, when I'm doing something avant garde, and maybe I wasn't meant to twist the head turn, uh, the head wrap some way, and I did that. And in the picture, it just looks dark, and everybody's asking me, well, how did you do this? <laughs> and I don't even know because it was a mistake. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, I do. And, okay, that's the first part of the question. But of course, there's some things that I might do that I feel like, okay, next time when I'm doing this, I think I shouldn't do it exactly this way. I think I should do it that way. And the more you work on yourself, the better understanding you have. Like, if you're not growing and doing things differently that you did before, then <laughs> then that's the problem. So the more I grow, the more light I have concerning what I'm doing. And, that, of course, there's some things that I'll be like, okay, the next time I'm doing that, I'll do it differently. So that's for question one. Question two do I feel like I'm ahead of the critics? Mm. The first thing I'll say is, who are the critics? That, that's that's the first thing. Like, who is talking? Mm. It, it depends on the person talking. That's, that's when you know if you're even meant to listen. Okay. Some people talk <laughs> out of the abundance of their ignorance. Those are not the kind of people I want to listen to because you become who you listen to. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. Like you're reduced or elevated based on the kind of people you listen to. And a lot of people don't even criticize. A lot of people tear down. So if your criticism Uh is not constructive, then I'm definitely going to have selective deafness and I'm not even going to hear or see you. But there are loads of people that have criticized that I knew that it was coming from a good place. I knew that it was coming from a constructive place. Mm. You know? Of course, if if you don't listen to people, then there's no way you're going to go. But you have to choose the kind of people you listen to. And you have to be able to identify when it's tearing down and when it's like constructive criticism. I don't know if you get that. Yeah, I do, I do. So, um, yeah. I saw your work on Ada, the Aye, artist. That's, that's my baby for life. <laughs> <laughs> I saw your work yeah. and it was actually amazing. Like, I, I, I listened to a lot of her songs and, like, you know when you just go online and download someone's song, like, her songs, like, I need her album art. Like, I know. Um, I'm telling you, like, it is her actually songs nice. Are- insane yeah really nice so she she actually sorry i know you've not got to the no, no, question no but i just want to slot this in <laughs> she's so on, on a normal day yeah like you know when you listen to christian songs because you're a christian like that's just why yeah just because you're a christian you know when you're jamming like a circular song and a christian song comes in and your conscience will just let you skip it you know that's that's who i used to be but when i was introduced to her music oh my days like it literally changed my life because 
I would listen to her album, like every song back to back to back to back, <laughs> you know, and I really appreciate her for that, for making me fall in love with gospel music. Yeah. Okay, so let me let you get to your question. <laughs> so I already asked, what, mm-hmm. do you, what do you think um, qualifies mm-hmm. someone to be a, a stylist? Like, I, I would say that for me, I feel like whatever you spend the most time on, should be as a result of purpose, not just for money making, mm. you know? You need to understand the why <laughs> before you, you jump into anything because a lot of times people see the glamorous part, people see you styling celebrities, people mm. see you, they think, oh, you're making all the money in the world. But behind the scene, it's a lot of work. It's a, it's a big sacrifice because if you want to excel as a stylist, you have to. It's like you're dedicating your whole life to it because you're in, you're in a space of constant research, mm. you know. And um, for you to be a stylist, you have to first of all understand who you are, like as a person. Because if you don't have like a solid core, like I said before, the criticism, big hey God, this word, <laughs> don't continue, <laughs> continue. <laughs> The criticism yes. of people would break, like it will squeeze you, break you, and throw you into the bin. You get what I mean? Yeah, well, you yeah. have to know who you are as a person. And then you have to be connected to a greater source. Mm. And my own greater source, the most important greater source in life is God, is Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Because we, a lot of times we feel like, oh, work is just work. No, but life is really, really spiritual. And there's some ideas that you have to reach deeper. Like, I don't know if this has happened to you. I don't know if you have an idea and you don't do it. Before you know it, someone else is doing it. Currently. Currently. Yeah, exactly the same idea you have. And the person will not steal it from you because you don't even know this person. You never even met this person. Yeah, so I feel like in the realm of the spirit, like there's a realm that ideas are just floating to anybody that cares to pick them uh, can up. Can I can I can I say something before before you continue? Sure. I, I, I I what you're actually saying, yeah. I said it to someone mm. and I told someone that the people who make it in life are spiritual people. I'm not talking about Christians. Mm. I'm talking about oh, both Christians, Muslim. As far as you're a spiritual person, yeah, and you can connect. Mm. As far as you're a spiritual mm. person, you can connect to whatever is out there, the ideas, because in that realm, there are ideas. That's where the money is. That is where yeah. the, you get what I'm saying? That's where the money, the ideas yeah. are. And mm-hmm. it's only spiritual people that are able to connect. That's why you see people like Buddhists. Yeah, because... Mm-hmm. That's why you see people like Buddhists. Right now, there's like a Buddhist revolution in America. And it's like every entrepreneur now is a Buddhist. And, I'm, and you're asking yourself, why? The question the answer mm-hmm. is they are looking for the sixth sense. Something that tells them mm-hmm. this is going to happen before it happens. So that Yeah. Do you get and yeah, and people need to understand that there's only one one God yes, that's that, true. that that didn't die. That's there's only one God <laughs> that is alive. I'm telling you. I don't know if you get it. For over like, I, I don't want to serve, <laughs> exactly. I don't want to serve someone that is not more powerful than death. Just ah, I want to serve someone that is alive. 
And for me, I think like Jesus Christ is the only God who no is literally alive. Yeah, yeah. You know, and he is the source of knowledge. He is the source of his time. It's not like he has time. Uh, yeah, yeah. Condition, but he I'm himself is time. He's the beginning and the end. He's and a future is not a future to him. A future, mm. like he already knows it. That's so I'm just going to say, if you think of, of the monumental like technology and, and, and um, things that have defined eras, mm. like planes, like telephones, like if, if, if you think, I know that's scientific explanation for all the, for all the stuff. But in my head, I still feel like it's freaking spiritual because the ordinary mind couldn't have conceived that. So I'm just going to say, if you're going to be a stylist, mm. any, see, and you have to determine what level. There are stylists that are just random stylists. Mm. And they'll make their money, but they're not going to like put their, their stamps in, in the test, uh, in the sand of time. But if you're going to be a stylist that would define an era, you have to be connected to so like to a greater source. And then another thing is you have to know what kind of impact you want to make because it's like a building and a lot of people make that mistake. They start building before they have a blueprint. But that's a mistake. You need to have your blueprint before you start building. You know, and when I say blueprint, I mean like the what is plan like a yeah. house plan you know yeah. so yeah that's what you need to be a stylist and you have to be um immersed like in, in fashion you have to know what's going on you have to be in touch with trends and you have to and a lot of people don't don't get this part styling is a psychological thing because you're dealing with human beings mm. you're dealing with you're interpreting the minds of people. Hmm. So you have to understand people because there's no way you can interpret what you don't understand. So it's more than, oh, I'm just wearing clothes, I'm wearing clothes, you know. It's a lot deeper than that. That's like the finish, that's the last part. You get what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Can you pause it? Okay. Um, can I, I, want, I want to ask a question on what you just said the last. You said um, okay. you work on, on people's psychology. How do you decide what works for a client? Like I come now and I, okay. how do you, like let, let's say Ada comes now or the first time Ada came to you and said, tell me what what went through your mind. Okay, the first thing you have to understand is what is this person's journey? Styling is telling a story with clothes. Mm. What is this person's journey? What does this person want to achieve with her brand? You know, because your styling should enhance the person's brand. Yes. You know, what does this person want to achieve with her brand? And then what, who, who is this person's target audience? Do you understand what I mean? Like who, who yes. does she want to appeal to? And then how does she want to be taken, um, does she, does she want to be taken seriously, like, I don't know if you understand what I, understand what I mean. Saying, I For me, I have chosen, uh, I have chosen not to use, like, sex appeal mm. as a tool, because I just feel like I'm, I'm more talented than that, I'm, I'm like, I'm you. more brilliant like, than that, like, you don't that. have to be naked before people see you, <laughs> I can tell you all 
fully dressed and people will still see and respect mm. you. So, um, yeah, so those are the things I think about. And then I also think about, okay, how would a normal stylist style her? Like, what would a normal stylist wear for her? When I have all, like, all the possible means, all the possible things a normal stylist would probably wear for the person, I try not to do any of those. I try not to do like anything a normal person would do for that person, you know? And that makes it harder because you've cancelled all the easy ways out, you know? So that requires you thinking deeper and doing more research and stuff. And another, (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm not even sorry, but I'll just keep mentioning (laughs) that. A lot of times when people say, oh, you're so good, you're so this, I feel, I feel guilty that I'm taking credit for it because sometimes I'm just lazy and God just puts an idea in my mind. <laughs> so a, a lot of times when I'm like, I really don't have a clue what to do, like God literally just puts an idea in my mind and it works perfectly. And then like brings it connects me to the people that can make it or that can just make sure that it becomes possible. Mm. You know? So that that is the process I take. And another thing is I'm a I'm a very chilled person. Like when I say chilled person, like I keep to myself a lot. Like I spend most of my time by myself. You know, so I try as much as possible to shut out noise from my life. Mm. So in, in the space of being alone, I can receive inspiration Solitude. from God, mm. from research, from something I'm reading or something I'm saying. Like there's time to assimilate what God is sending my way. Okay. You know? Yeah. So, uh dialing backwards <laughs> dialing backwards yes i want to ask how has your how has your college what what do you study in school again mass communication wow wow you study mass communication how, how has it how has it um added to what you're doing right now how has it helped you um to be honest Yes. To be really, do you want sugar coated or no, you want the truth? No, the truth. <laughs> the truth. The truth. The truth. <laughs> to be honest, yeah. Um, I don't really think education. The only thing education has done for me, like formal education, because when you say education, a lot of people just think school. Yeah. No, because life itself is an education, okay. and that's the most important one. You know? Yeah. Um, I don't really think like formal education has done anything for me, other than the fact that if you're educated, there are some places you will never enter. So mm. you do need an education. You do have to go to school you know, to be able to sit at some tables or to be able to talk at some places. Mm. Other than that, I've never, ever, ever used my certificate for anything, <laughs> like, since I've left school. Like, I've never, even all my nine to five, like, I'm literally just going to do, like, an interview and then I have the job. Nobody has said, oh, I'm going to bring your certificate. Like, I've never used it for anything. But I'm just grateful because... 
um how do i put this <laughs> what i've learned from school it wasn't actually from the classes like mm. what they taught me about math comms i remember like when i was in school i was not really a serious student to be honest yeah. i I like I was still doing this fashion thing. I would organize like fashion shows, get my friends to be like the models, get people that can make clothes to be like the designers and we just organize like fashion shows. Mm. And the discipline I got from there and because those shows were successful, it made me believe more in myself like this fashion thing I think this thing can actually work and a lot of people didn't like me as well so I got used to that not expecting nothing from anybody mm. people would not like you kind of thing yeah, yeah, yeah. so it kind of built me for life you know but school itself like the four room, uh, four corners of class or whatever thing the color yeah. didn't really do much for me and maybe that's on me because I didn't really pay attention to that part of school, you know, which I, I, I don't know, maybe I wish I did, but. <laughs> I yeah. just, I just hope, I just hope someone in school is not listening, like, if they <laughs> listen. No, they might if, they're, if they're listening, they obviously know, because people just, people knew. <laughs> yeah, actually, Like, that's even true. from my high school, like, people always identified me with fashion. Mm. But it was more of, like, an abuse than, like, uh, the only fashion she knows. She knows. Not with a book, you know, <laughs> that kind of stuff. But the same people now, say, oh, my God, I'm so happy for you. This fashion thing, oh, you're doing good. I just feel care. like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like just always follow, um, just always follow your mind and whatever thing you really, really love, mm. give it your everything. I think giving it your everything like God's grace is actually what makes you a success, whether through school way or not through the formal school way or whatever thing it is, you know? Well, yeah. you've been, you've been the best, like, this interview has been the best for me, actually. Oh, 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 <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> okay, Thank I want, you. I want to ask this question. What okay. what, what do you have in plan for five years? Five years from now? For, for, right, what do I have planned for five years? Yeah. Hey, God. In case my mom is listening to me, <laughs> let me slot the marriage. Be happy. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but to be honest, yeah, mm. I, I, I look forward to still being connected to my purpose in life, mm. whatever that includes, you know, yeah. I look forward to, to being happy, genuinely happy, not just happy for sure, you know, yes. because that sometimes money is like, times like money is really never enough. You know? No, it's not. I look forward to be like sincerely happy with my life. Uh, whatever that involves, if you what are with your kids, it doesn't whatever thing it involves, like I look forward to being happy, genuinely happy with my life. Okay. I look forward to still being in the center of my purpose. I look forward to to be more impactful. Uh, you know, there's something my pastor says, like, when God is involved in your life, then it means other people's destinies are connected to you fulfilling yours. Oh. Because 
in the path of you fulfilling yours, you be a blessing to other people and you also help them discover how to fulfill theirs. Okay. So um, in five years, I'm hoping that more people will be inspired somehow by something I'm doing and they'll decide, you know, to also follow their own path in life and be inspired like to, to be somebody and to be useful to, to the world. And yeah. And um what else? This five years is very long. Five years is actually not young. So. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, actually not long and um, yeah i i just look forward to to be happy to have real people to be surrounded by like true love mm. real people and 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 the things that really matter in life like i never want me um having more success i, I never ever wanted to make me forget what is actually important in life and oh. um, and I hope by then I would have also done more things for God because at the end of the day, last last, that's you know, when life is all over, what we do for God and because of God mm. would be left. I, I actually love the way you are actually open to many things. You're not just restricting to yourself to what this this particular thing this is what I want to do or this is what I want to do but I actually love the way you're actually open to saying I want to impact because it impacting the world can come anyway. Like you have to be open. Like mm. you just have to be open and say, okay, this if this comes, if I have to impact the world in so so way, this is me. Yeah. So yeah. Actually, there's something I saw somewhere and um uh I don't remember what sorry. I'm digressing a bit. And the thing is like setting goals is like limiting yourself because you're setting goals based on where you are at that moment and who you are at that moment. Yeah. But if you believe in growth, you're going to grow past that moment and the goals you set are going to be too small for you. Yeah. So it's not success is not actually tied to goals it's tied to feelings mm. uh, yes, it, yes, it's how yes. you feel on the inside it's how you when you have it you just know you know mm. yes yeah, for me I think that's it because I just want to be in the center of what God has in store for me what everything he's done is, is perfect for me I just as long as I'm connected to that, then I'm 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 successful. Yeah. Ah, uh, I I want to repeat it again. Like this interview has been the best. Like I've never I've not seen anybody that we we connected like this on a very let me just oh, say spiritual so level. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so I want I want to say something. I want to say something to the upcoming stylist, like upcoming okay. stylist. And why? I'm sorry. And why you are at it? Just tell us what you know. What you can never be caught wearing, and what cannot be what cannot be caught dead in your wardrobe. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty. Uh, okay, I think 
like, wow, that I will say something now. Do not see me when it's tomorrow. <laughs> For now, like where I'm at now. Okay. What I won't be caught wearing. Uh, hey, no, I don't know some. What I won't be caught wearing, maybe something that is like overly, overly, overly revealing. Maybe super short skirt and like a super revealing top at the same time. Okay. Something that just that my mommy will see me and not be proud, you know? Uh, what is the second question? Okay, the second question is tell us, tell the upcoming stylist something from the heart. Oh, uh, something from the heart. Hey, this is too much about I'm just going to say that anything is possible. Mm. Like, no matter, as long as you're where God wants you to be then things would always work out for your good. Even when they don't seem like that, trust me, they are still working out for your good. So, and always believe in yourself because you can do anything, you can achieve anything. And this is not like the cliche talk. People say that every time. Mm. But this is the real deal. You can, if you couldn't do it, your mind wouldn't have thought of um of it. Jump down on it. And God is happy. God is happy for his kids to succeed and do exploits, you know. So, um, and another thing, success is not is not magic. Even me, I'm still on a journey. So Mm. don't be intimidated by people that are already making it or blah blah blah. Stick to your own path. Stick to your own lane and keep investing in yourself. Like like I say all the time, a champion isn't made in the ring. A champion is only discovered in the ring. Yeah. You know? Yeah. For for us to discover that there are years of training behind whatever you're saying in that ring. So do not stop um investing in yourself. Even when nobody is clapping for you, be your own inspiration, you know? And you need God. Like you, there's nothing you can do without God. Oh. You need God. You have to be connected to Jesus Christ. So, yeah. Glory. I God. hope this is the point of mine. I've ah. made it to... A plus. Confused. I'm not confused. I'm not confused. You've been wonderful. We just, I just want to thank you. Thank you. For thank giving you me so your time. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much. Like it's been so much fun talking to you. Thank you. And please send me this clip. I want to listen of to course. how we because I've just been a talkative. <laughs> it's going yeah. to be it's going to be available on every on every platform, like from iTunes to Google Podcasts, from Google Podcasts I mean, to radio. It will be on, available. Just Style I, oh, that's interesting. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. that'd be really good. And thank you so much no for for um reaching out. Yeah, no um, I'm happy.